Boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. Took a little break last week, a little break last week. Little, uh, I've been on a content break. I've been on a content break. Mental health break. But we're good, we're back. We're at it. Content flown freely. That right there is Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. I am... <laughs> I am titular protagonist, all franchise. Uh, This is the second best gaming news podcast on the planet. As such, uncontested. Uh, Essentially, we say uh, two men with over 60 plus years enjoying video games and soaking up all there is to know about the video game industry. We will take the next hour of your life and boil the piss off what has been a week's worth of gaming news. But first, before we get there, we'll start this episode, the first one back, with a little bit of a... What are you playing? Nice nice guy, Johnny. What have you been playing? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Well, two games dropped that I wanted wanted to play. Yeah. Um, 12 minutes, Mm. which we'll jump into first. Get into it, get into it. Before right. you give me your opinions, right, I have not played this game. Okay. Because I have seen this game splitting the <laughs> fucking room, like, splitting the room. So I, I gave it a wide berth, even though arguably some of the heaviest hitters in Hollywood voicing this. This has got a strong voice cast. Willem Dafoe is in there. Daisy Ridley. Do you know what I mean? These aren't... These aren't lightweights. Mm-hmm. So, nice guy, Johnny. Where are we at? What is it? What, right. are, what are we so, doing here? Admittedly, I haven't played as much as I wanted to. You only played about seven minutes of yeah, it. I've only played seven minutes. No, I've done, a, I've done a few loops, right? In terms of the concept, I absolutely love, you know, an a adventure game where you learn a bit every time. Mm. Next mm-hmm. time you do it, it's mm-hmm. perfect. It's perfect. It's is crazy. this not, not too dissimilar to the Outer Wilds? Outer yeah, Worlds? Yeah, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Yeah. So like you, you learn something before like the clock finishes. Yeah. Like that. But like in in difference for the outer wilds is you're very constricted. It was very open outer wilds. Yeah. So you could kind of go everywhere. You know, and explore so the the galaxy. There. The thing is, you're more constricted in the room. Yeah. Like top down kind of thing. So there's only so much that you can actually you learn. You can do. I'm pr- pretty sure it'll develop and more and more and more that way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think the whole point is. You, you have a sense of frustration when you do it. Yeah. So I was just like, ah, what, what do I do? But that, that adds to that. My frustration is just, cl- I find it clunky. Right. And like, and I'm, admittedly, I'm playing it with the pad. Yeah. And it's so born out to be a, a mouse mm. button click game. So I, I, that might change something for us. But in terms of just, I just found it a little bit clunky and a little bit, particularly if it's a timed thing of 12 minutes. Is that... I w- need that extra thing yeah. to... to so, question: Is it is it twelve minutes every run? Well, it depends where you get to. So, there's certain narrative things that happen. Right. Right. So, let's you know, you know, you've got the the husband and wife. Yes. Which is um, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. And McAvoy. James. James McAvoy. God, I'm usually good with me Hollywood stars. <laughs> and then William. <laughs> <laughs> William. D- <laughs> De friend, <laughs> William De Green Goblin. De Green Goblin. No, like so, he kind of turns up as a as a kind of cop. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's be- before the twelve minute mark. Okay. But like, depending on how you deal with 
that situation will bear out yeah. the rest of the yeah, yeah, choices. Yeah. So I haven't kind of got past that way. So that's definitely before the 12 minute mark. Right. So if you add that in, it's kind of like, well, I know what I want to do. Now my frustration is fucking do it faster. Trying to get it done and faster. That, that just kind of, if anything, that's where it falls down. Now it might just be the mechanics of how I'm playing it. Yeah. And a, and a mouse will speed that up a little bit, but it's just a little bit kind of put this down. Yeah. I will now put this down. I will now walk over here, fill the thing up with water, then I'll put it down. It's like, well, I've spent four minutes setting the fucking table <laughs> <laughs> and got me nowhere. So, I mean, I need to devote a lot more time just to play through it and yeah. methodically with, right, I did this, I did this, did this, even make some notes. I'm tempted to give it a blast on PC. Then, if you think it is yeah, a, if I, you think it is a like a problem for uh, controller, yes. maybe give it a blast on. Maybe I'll give I, it a blast I think on it's PC. A for, it, it, games like this do not map well to mm. to that. Definitely. Not mapped well for a controller. No, definitely not. Particularly when you want to make choices quickly. Yeah. And and the animations are stri- are, are fixed. Yeah. You can't yeah, skip yeah, yeah. them, so it all comes down to getting those choices done fast. Yeah. So there's more to happen, but in terms of how it plays, a little bit clunky. Right. I'm sure it'll be satisfying when I get answers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Once it starts to unfold, the um, possibly you'll forgive a few. Yeah. So my, my frustrations aren't with, with the narrative. My frustrations of how it get, get there with the narrative. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Makes sense. So that's, the, that's what I gave to 12 minutes. Okay. But... My absolute j'adore game at the moment is Hades. Yes. Oh, I love this game. I love this game. Two two very roguelikes. Like, well, they are. That's what they are. They're just infinite runners. Well, not infinite, but like, it is. they are the same game, just done very differently. Very, but mechanically, Hades plays, you know... Such a fucking such, good game. So I, have, I, I will admit, I've downloaded it on both. Because I was like, right, I need to play Hades. So I downloaded it on both. I'm yet to try it on either. When I say both, I mean the S in the studio, the X on the big telly. I downloaded it on both because I fucking love Hades. I championed Hades when it came out on the Switch. I fucking love it. I'm, and I'm, I'm fucking glad that you're putting the time in because what oh, a game. I love, I mean, I, the, other, the other night, I mean, played some obliquely for um, Fortnite as well. Yeah. And I was, you know, well lubricated beyond my means. I uh, I believe there is receipts oh, there floating is around <laughs> that um, I was busy playing Apex Legends that night, and I was like, right, I'm done with Apex. I'm logging off. Um, I'd 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 started to eke away at like I'm I'm getting better at Apex. I'm getting better, and then as I'm getting better at Apex, nice guy Johnny pings us with a photograph of his face on the next to the fucking monitor showing. You have indeed matched my PB of 18, 18 kills. kills. So, GG's to you, sir. GG's. You have caught up to me on the... Um, the this is like when you have a, ta- a champion and an interim champion right now. <laughs> Somebody needs Someone, to get better than 18 kills. <laughs> so, just when I thought I was out of Fortnite for a bit because of Apex, you pulled me back in. But I t- I'll be honest, I've played it once since then. But like, I, I, I'll never have a moment of clarity. Like that, in a game. Like I shut up completely. Everyone's like, "Comes Johnny." I'm just like, <laughs> "No." Nope. I'm busy. 
I'm locked in. But the reason I mentioned that is because after I finished that, I was well lubricated. I went and played Hades. Yeah. And I've been struggling with Meg, the first Fury yeah, yeah. that you meet. She's kicked my ass and then kicked, kicked my ass again and then again and again. And I've beat her. Absolutely trashed. Probably <laughs> got to the next room, died oh. <laughs> to, to some minion. I thought, and I was I was thinking, oh, well, if I've got to that point, do I not need to fight her anymore? Yeah. You do. Yeah. You do. And she keeps kicking my ass every time. So. Yeah, I think uh, your run ends up being... One run every fury. Yeah. And that's the run. That's the run you've got to do. But you got you need to find your uh you need to find your weapon. You need to find well, I don't I say find depending on what buff you can get. Because that you can't choose them. Because the, like there's this thing, I've I've had that many playthroughs and the buffs and the information you still get yeah. keep coming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh okay. And like the the what they're called, like the artifacts or the things you yeah, yeah. So you get your boons, but then you've got your items that you can uh-huh. have that might get you like a an, ex, an extra life, or you yeah. find uh, healing items in in urns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still sussing out them, like which one's the best to get to. Yep, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It is a it's a game that you have to find your playstyle within it, yes. or forge your playstyle within it. Uh, absolutely. And in terms of you know the frustrations, there's something that. There might be frustration and anger when I get beat off, beat off her. Yeah. You always learn something. Yeah. Right. The next time on how what what to do or what not to do. Yeah. And it's always just it's addictive just to go, like you come out the blood pool. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm going again. I'm going again. I'm running again. Let's do this again. That's the when a rogue like does it well, it's almost impossible to put one down. Yeah. They say the perfect pick up and play games, but Jesus Christ. Pick up perfect to pick up and play, but just a bastard to put out. Yeah, that's why I I keep I I say I keep I haven't for a fucking while because it hasn't been turned on for that fucking long. But I would keep going back to Returnal mm-hmm. on PS Five. Well, the next thing it's... on PS Five is going to be Deathloop for me. Deathloop, right? Which is the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's, <all> the same <laughs> game. it's a game that we we are in. The renaissance of the roguelike. And I'm I'm here for it. That is I was gonna say, is that the Zeitgeist right now? Definitely. For single for single player experiences, this has to be the Zeitgeist now. Absolutely. But then how long have we been in it? A couple of years, maybe? Without even realising. Without realising. Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. You know what I mean? All these things are there. Who who knows or dares to dream. So are you been playing anything else? No, so I downloaded Psychonauts 2. Yeah. And my whole plan, like, I booted up last night to play. Yeah. And ended up Hades. Hades again, pulled you in, pulled you in. Just it was there, I was like, I'm starting. Yeah, I'm going. Quick resume, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not fucking about, I'm in. Yeah, I have been playing. What have I been playing? I have played a new game that I want to talk about. Uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite is oh, out. It's out, yes. That's out now. I downloaded it and ran through uh, the first few missions with powerful young James Campbell. Uh, tell you what, the developers have done huge, huge fan service there. Um, I think the game runs buttery smooth, by the way. I was First of all, when I saw the price, I thought... How much was it? Uh-oh, it's like 35 okay. I think. 
I saw the price and I thought, normally if you see a game coming up at 35 quid, it's a remaster. Yeah. Or there's not a lot of game there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And don't get us wrong, there might not be a lot of game here. But for what game is there and the customization options within it, for 35 quid, I think it's an absolute steal. And this is me after playing what a, f- a handful of hours with this game. The audio is as on point as I need from an alien game. And the last alien game to mind, Alien, what was the one where you were Ripley's daughter? Oh, I don't know what isolation. that noise is in the street. I apologise <laughs> if that's getting picked up. Somebody's going in reverse very fast. <laughs> I apologise. Alien um, Isolation. Um, that was a great game. Used sound brilliantly. Very good sound design. But if you want real... If you want aliens as opposed to alien, mm-hmm. Colonial Marines was the last one we had. Yeah. Which was not great. No. This game has taken what Colonial Marines did to this franchise, to this license, and it's just almost like you forget the sins of the past. Because it's running, it's optimised for Series S and X, it's running 60 frames a second. I haven't seen any frame rate drops yet. The controls are smooth. It It's Gears of War light. There's a, there is a, a cover shooter system in place, but it's not. it's not as... Well polished as a Gears of War, say, but it's it's about as loose as an Uncharted cover system. Right. Okay. I get you. So it's yes. not you don't yeah. have that meaty Gears of War taste with a fucking heavy ass backpack slamming into a wall. It's a, a cover a cover light, I'd say, but you're not there for the cover. You're there for the firefights. You're there for the firefights with that fucking pulse rifle, and that fucking elephantine squeal of a xenomorph. <laughs> And they do not pull any punches with the Xenomorphs, by the way. They are they come in How do they bucket move? loads and they move fucking quick as well. And they come across the roof, the walls. See, that was the that was always the thing about an alien game. Yeah. Like, you know, how does the no, aliens game mm-hmm. do you match the like the, the movement? So even Alien versus Predator games didn't match how an alien should move. Alien versus Predator I will say this, Alien versus Predator, I thought they did the Xenomorph quite well. Yeah, yeah. And, because you had that one flick button where you could leap from floor to ceiling. It, it fucked you up for, for a split second. You took you out of the like... Oh, look, when you're in control of it, fair enough. Yes. But when you were fighting them, Aye. they never no. matched the screen of what yeah. they, it, how an alien would move. Yeah. Aye, I get you. I get you. Like, they're in the walls, they're above us. And yeah. Like... But, uh, like I say, I don't think there's a lot to it. I don't know how many missions is in there, but from what I've read, uh, it's not a long campaign. But the replayability of just being a a, a a band of three marines and you just push forward it's while bad. they push back <laughs> and there's waves. So what they did, you couldn't just get away with one kind of xenomorph. What we would call, I don't know, the, the, the xenomorph that we know is from Alien... And aliens, mm-hmm. which is not to get too fucking nerdy about this, but it's a brilliant Just fucking film. It. So, the <laughs> an alien, the xenomorph is whatever it reflects whatever the the host was. Yeah. 
So the alien in Alien and all of Aliens was either the crew of the Nostromo or Hadley's Hope. Mm -hmm. The entire population of Hadley's Hope. So they all look the same because it was all humans that had been infected. But then when you get the Alien 3, and depending if you've watched a director's cut or not, it's a dog or it's a cow. Or a cow, yeah. So the alien that comes out of that is a very different beast. So they've played on that. So there isn't just your run-of-the-mill standard xenomorph. That's there. Mm -hmm. And they are there in great number. They are like the ever-present threat because there's never just one of them. But then there's these variations, which they needed to do. I don't think you could just have one kind of alien in the full game. They needed to do variations. And what it, it, it did for me... As uh, a kid who used to fucking love action figures, still do. Look around this office. Uh-huh. There's action figures fucking everywhere. Uh, the alien action figures for me. There's a lot of that in there. That's pretty cool. Cause so there's like, you know, the scorpion, the scorpion alien. Scorpion one, which is more like the drone type. Yeah, yeah, that's in it. But they call it a warrior alien. Uh-huh. There's I've seen in the trailers. There's things that look. It didn't. It didn't exist in any other law other than action figures. But do you remember the King Alien? Uh-huh. So there's the Alien Queen, but there's the Alien King. And he was yeah. sort of like, he had green highlights and that big fucking pincers on his yeah, head yeah. and that. Uh-huh. There seems to be shit like that in there. So they've taken... That's pretty... Because that's fan service. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, that's not just the films. That's the wider law of... Well, hang on a minute. We created other xenomorphs just to sell toys, basically. But here you go. So yeah, it's yeah, I've I've from the little time I've spent with it, I've really fucking enjoyed it. But I want to put some actual time in over well, the I'll, weekend I'll for this one. It, like I said, for thirty for thirty five quid, it's perfect. And for Alien fans, it's perfect. And the replayability of this thing, even though it might not be an award winning story, or like written by I don't know fucking like the Amy Hennigs of the fucking gaming world, you could just jump in, doesn't matter what the fucking story is, crank that difficulty up, get a fight, get your fire team, and it's just get from point A to point B. <laughs> and you're hitting with these sweet fucking audio cues. And, the, like... The, uh, you have, like, your motion detector. You've got your motion... It's like your... Boop, 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 boop. That's pipping away the whole time. And then you pull sidefold with a... That just changes its pulse every now and again. The tone just shifts... And then that squeal, you know, that aliens yeah. that oh, just fucking nailed it. But I noticed when it was in the, um, in sort of like the staging area when you put your team together and there's the dropship there and then like there's just a door that's half open, half closed so you can see under it and there's a power loader in there and it's just, they've just done a lot of service. You know, like the the feel of Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. So Wayland Utani Tech. Yeah, was built to look futuristic, but then when you looked at it, it was like teletext. Yeah, and it was like like that kind of like very analog. Yeah, yeah, analog as fuck. That's in there, and you don't. It's if you're not looking for it, you won't see it. But every now and again, you'll just stumble across a console, and it's like like analog as fuck noises, and you're like on this high tech looking thing. Yeah. They've just done it very, very well, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that it came out the way it did. Because after Colonial Marines, there was a sour taste left in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, which there should be a glorious. It's it. There should be an amazing Aliens game. Yeah, 
Like, this arguably Alien Isolation is that game, no, but it but isn't it, the it, Colonial it, it's Marines alien, one. It's not yeah. aliens. I hundred yeah. percent. You've nailed that. Alien Isolation is alien. Yeah. Colonial Marines was aliens. Yeah. And it butchered it. So to have fire team there now. So yeah. I've, like I've literally thing, anybody who's Alien Trilogy was the last one that was like the you had that bit of it. One got P one NK eight C one D boots on. <laughs> <laughs> That is, uh, you're welcome wow. now. I've just triggered something in that. Somebody sitting listening to this podcast right now who had Alien Trilogy on the PlayStation 1 and I just said that cheat code and you have been triggered. Yeah. You didn't realise. <laughs> this is some someone. fucking, I have just literally triggered a Winter Soldier in one of you and I'm not sure who it is or who needs to hear that, but one got P1NK 8C1D boots on. I got pink acid boots on. Brilliant. Um, obviously I've been playing well I haven't I took a step back the stream I've took a step back from the stream for a bit I think important that you you share the message wherever you can mental health matters Mm -hmm. and struggled a bit so I stepped back I stepped back Uh, we missed a couple of weeks worth of content across the board I haven't been creating a lot of content I stepped back from the stream and I've been trying to just play games for enjoyment's sake now Mm mhm as, Just, as it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah, a hundred percent. Did a bit of Dead by Daylight. Still a very good pick up and play game. Played a little bit of Fortnite, but nowhere near as much as I've been playing. Uh, still haven't unlocked that Black Soapman skin, like, and that that pains me. That pains me that I haven't unlocked that. One of uh, one of the friends of the show, Mark, reached out. He's unlocked it. He's unlocked it. He's been rinsing Fortnite. He's <laughs> been hitting it heavy. We, we had a couple of games of duos, me and Mark. Uh, got a first game of duos we played, got a win, that was nice. nice. After that, went downhill quick, obviously, because I'm the one with the podcast and I get to do this. I'm gonna blame him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That's the way nah. the shit flows. That's the way shit rolls downhill in these parts. I'm obviously feeling a lot better now that I'm able to blame other people for my inadequacies. But uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else happening. I've been dabbling in a lot of little shit just because I can. Good. Just to, Variety is yeah, the spice of life. Just play a little bit here, a little bit there. But uh, Aliens is the one that's took up nice. most of my time. Like, so. I, I, I'm glad you got the whole nostalgic yeah. kick from it because that's what it's designed to do as well. Yeah. A lot of fan service in that game. If you're a fan of Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection... Prometheus. <laughs> Alien Covenant. <laughs> I, I would recommend it. Uh, right, well, that's enough of that. Let's get on that's to... Enough that's that. enough of that. Let's get on to what is known as choice cuts. Gaming news choice cuts. Only the choicest of cuts from the physical embodiment of the game industry itself. Lions splayed on a table, ready to be splatchcocked. 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 Well, we've got a hearty carcass to go out to. A hearty carcass. Um, so it's been Gamescom 2021. It certainly has. It's week. currently going on as we speak, yeah. I believe. Yes. Um, and there's been yeah, some good some good announcements. Yes. Some ac- no, some good good news. Stuff we knew was coming. Yeah. But now we know a lot more about when yes. stuff yeah. is coming and things like that. So I don't know which order you want to do these things in. I've got different ones on the docker, but we can just... Well, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll go off the docket. Right. Uh, so, opening Gamescom 2021 kicks off with the show Opening Night Live, which mm-hmm. is 
another Jeff Keighley joint. Literally the man who has carried PR for the game industry on his back yes. for the past two or three years uh, at this point. Years, Jeff yeah. Keighley is gaming fucking royally at this point. Jeff Keighley hosts open, Opening Night Live, which is the first night at Gamescom. And so I don't know if you want to run across the biggest announcements from Opening Night Live. Well, I, I think that's a big announcement. And I have just because I put it in no particular order on the list, but let's yeah. go for it because the picture's right in front of us. Okay. So, Halo Infinite. Yes. We knew it was coming holiday. Yep. 2021. Yep. It is in fact coming specifically on December eighth. Yes. Twenty twenty one, which is nice. Yes, it is. You know, just it before is. the whole Christmas things. Um. Both campaign and multiplayer. Campaign and multiplayer. Worth pointing out, there are caveats. Yes. So. We don't have co-op campaign at launch. No. We have campaign, mm-hmm. no co-op campaign. Uh, and also, if anybody's a fan of the Halo mode Forge, which is essentially a sandbox where you're creating your own uh, multiplayer, what is up with the people reversing in this fucking street today <laughs> and why didn't I close the window? <laughs> if you're a fan of the Forge... Probably not picking it up on that. <laughs> I fucking hope not. Or, uh, I don't know, uh, creative mode in Fortnite... Or a lot of games have adopted a mode not too dissimilar to Forge, uh, and I can't think of a one that came before Forge. Arguably, um, Halo Two, you could sort of build not not quite Forge, but you could create your own like shotty snipes and stuff like yeah. that before Forge I mean, was an actual a lot thing. More stuff on PC that you could like yes. sandbox things and yeah. with, but not console. Not on console, uh, but Sony Forge isn't coming at launch anyway. So Soz, but um. Yeah, uh, a very nice trailer mm-hmm. as well. Very nice. And so here's the thing. My Halo law, having been removed from Halo for so long, is sketchy now. Probably more sketchy than mine. I... Oh, no, less... So... Yeah, less sketchy than mine. Mine's just sketchy. Sketchy. We've just got sketchy, sketchy memories. What's he called so again? He's <laughs> called, I, believe, I think he's called John. <laughs> very good. John117. He's a no. So Master Chief was the last spawn. Yes. We got the prequel Halo Reach, mm-hmm. where you saw the fall of Reach and the fall of a lot of Spartans. That trailer for Halo Infinite, which I believe is set after the events of Halo Guardians. Guardians, yeah. That trailer had like more Spartans in it. So I don't know if we are in a time now where the Spartans fell. But we started to train up a new breed of Spartan, and this is why there's more Spartans appearing in the trailer. I, I don't know. It could just be a trailer in the one that'll be cool as fuck, so that's why they put a lot of Spartans in it, because it maybe, did have maybe, Reach vibes. Or maybe there is some connectivity all the way back to Reach. To going back to Reach. Yeah. It. Or, seeing that though, because the little girl in the trailer ends up being the Spartan at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. who's giving the orders to these new recruits. So even that leans into the fact that there's still Spartans there. But like you say, this could be... The, the multiplayer could lean on an aspect of, you know, we're talking about back in the day. That's true. Which makes sense because you... Is, is multiplayer and campaign going to be disconnected? And potentially. Play? Potentially. But yeah, a very nice trailer uh, and a very nice release date, I want to say, because that's just far enough away from Battlefield and COD yeah. to do damage. Yeah. 
you drop Halo in the middle of Battlefield and COD, I think Battlefield's going to come out swinging this year. Yeah. It already looks phenomenal, to be fair. Call of Duty Vanguard, I have serious worries about. And this is just based on my personal appearance. Uh, <laughs> this is based on my personal appearance. <laughs> Fuck Vanguard. <laughs> he looks disgusted. <laughs> franchise, <and> franchise <laughs> reveals a t-shirt saying, Fuck Vanguard. <laughs> No, this is my personal opinion. Um, I watched all of the Vanguard stuff, which we can touch on after this. We'll get into the new Call of Duty reveal. But I watched all the Vanguard stuff and it's just not did anything for us. It didn't do anything for us. I, I don't know if I've seen all I need to see of World War Two at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think Call of Duty was at its absolute peak in the modern warfare modern warfare 2 era yeah modern warfare black ops modern warfare 2 that was the peak call of duty if you are going to put a world war 2 call of duty i don't know how well call of duty world at war did mm. obviously it did gangbusters it's a call of duty game yeah but you don't hear people talking about it still no people still talk about modern warfare now yeah There's nobody's talking about remake like... yes Nobody's talking about World at War. Not World at War. Call of Duty World War Two. Mm-hmm. People do talk about Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. <laughs> was that Zombies? That where Zombies That's where first zombies came in? Out. Well, it was more. That was more um, the, the Pacific. Yes. Um, theater. Camp- theater. 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 That's, that's the word. Theater. theater. So. Which is sorry. It's just bullshit. Just to, let's let's dress this up. It's yeah. Like war. War, war is war. war. Anyway. War never changes. So, you've got. Vanguard, which is leaning back into World War Two, yeah. going up against Battlefield, which is essentially modern World day War. with a little bit more. Yeah. It's not entirely futurist, futuristic. It's a little bit futuristic, but mainly modern. And we have the data around us to suggest people prefer modern shooters. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. It's... There's a there's a there's a thing for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, Without I, question. And the, I think the the main thing that these two guys are doing in terms of EA and Activision is don't do the same as each other. Yeah. If one's doing one, the other one's doing something Stay else. Stay out of each other's lanes. Yep. Yeah. Because at least then a variety across the board. Because COD fans are always going to have that fans. World yeah. War Two fans. If you can, you know, people. Are can like, you be a fan of World War Two? People like playing that yeah. era. You know what I mean? You know, there's no Medal of Honor there anymore. That kicked no. off. In some respect. Yeah, true. Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor um, did, um, but I mean, did it? Battlefield nineteen forty two was before Medal of Honor. True. I think. True. Uh, but on console, maybe yeah. Yes. But yeah, I, you're, right, no, you're absolutely right. I think, so, but to, to, if Halo Infinite launched in the middle of Battlefield and COD, which is going to be a brawl, and I think Battlefield might win, because what Battlefield have showed so far. Has been nothing short of spectacular. So here's my other thing. I I think it, the the content obviously makes the whole point that you know the, and the, the aesthetics and the ethos that you're going for. Yeah. You know, so it's going to dictate the tech, the weapons, support stuff. Yes. You know, with a futuristic slash modern thing, you can always push the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. Because of you know this exists now because we invented it for this game. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do that in a re- historical setting. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. 
this gun didn't exist. Yeah, and I think we I think we had this discussion just before we went live because we were watching uh, trailers of Vanguard campaign footage versus the Vanguard multiplayer alpha, which mm-hmm. a lot of the big name streamers are currently playing yep. as we speak. Uh, the multiplayer alpha looked boring and bland. And I'm aware it's an alpha. I'm not shitting on an alpha. That's not the point. It just didn't look very good. But that's because it's an alpha. The campaign stuff looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looked it really gorgeous. Did. But then again, I'm looking at it and I'm like, is that a shotgun with a fucking Smith & Wesson fucking six-shooter barrel on it? Is that a weapon from history? Is it? I don't think so. The, the, what, the point I was going to get to is beyond that, beyond the content and the things we've got in it, it's the modes that you play. Yeah. Right, And that's how, like, I struggle to know how you're going to push forward a World War Two or his period piece shooter. Yeah. You know, without changing the modes that you do it. Yeah. And that's what Battlefield 5 did. Yeah. In terms of, you know, really pushing its conquest modes and other things to kind yeah, of yeah. say, like, you've played these, these eras before, yeah. but you're going to play them in this way. Yeah. I'm not seeing that from Vanguard, that you're going to play World War Two theatre in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're either going to play a campaign or you're going to play a deathmatch or you're going to play... However Warzone's going to fit, fit factor into this. So we've got... On that, we'll briefly touch on that then. So Warzone is getting a new map, mm-hmm. an entirely new map. Too little, too late. Although, will a pull people back in? Probably. But Warzone's getting an entire new map. And after every fucking streamer who's championing Warzone fucked off to Apex, mm-hmm. we're finally getting an anti-cheat into Warzone. To what level? If this is lip service, I don't know. But finally getting an anti-cheat. So, like, like you say, Warzone was supposed to be the bridge between all... Call of Duty releases. Does this mean it goes Apex and you get three maps on rotation? You get original Verdansk before it was nuked, mm-hmm. 84 Verdansk, and then whatever the fuck this Vanguard Warzone map is. Who the fuck knows what that looks like? Who, who developed in Vanguard? Um, all of them. I think this is the first Call of Duty where this okay. isn't a particular studio. I know we've been slowly ramping up to this point. Because it's not just Sledgehammer or Infinity Ward anymore. Yeah. Now it's like Sledgehammer, Raven, fucking uh, Moon, something Moon. I can't remember. I might be wrong on that one. But there's a shitload of smaller studios backing up the big name, be it Sledgehammer or mm. Infinity Ward. But I think this one is literally, everyone's had a fucking go at it. All of them. Well, let's... let's... Let's not hope. Let's hope it's not like too many cooks kind of situation. Yeah. But yeah. The, the thing is, you know, with Warzone, they had this cool thing of like you know Verdansk and then Verdansk back in time and like if they're gonna have some connectivity going back to Vanguard. Yeah. Right. Another kind of time factor, yeah. whether it's Verdansk or somewhere else. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. having those like that bridging story story is actually pretty cool, but you know the whole thing of like. Warzone was like Verdansk in 1984 should have been at the launch of yeah. of um, Black Ops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold, Cold War. Cold War. But it wasn't. It was delayed afterwards. Yeah. So it depends if it's going to be the same here. But like 
I think they've got a cool situation where they could tie all this in nicely, but it's just so done so clunkily. Yeah. And this is this is the thing. It's such an abrupt change back to, right? We're gonna do World War Two thing. Yeah. How do you jump from modern day to twenty year yeah. ago to what was fucking? What, what, no, looking at the whole Cold War thing, was there not something local you could do? You know, around Verdansk yeah. and like you know, a, a civil war or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. War's war, you know what I mean? Mm. Shouldn't glorify it, but is no, there something historical that we can throw in there and actually say, you know, this this conflict happened, we can tell a story. Play off it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. Personally, I think so. I think my original point there was Halo Infinite landing on December the 8th puts it just enough out of the way that people will be playing Battlefield, people will be playing COD, and then this very shiny new toy drops just outside of the honeymoon period. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, and let's not forget the multiplayer is going to be free to play. Free to play, and you know, in line with this, they're also releasing what some hardware. So there'll be a yes, Halo Infinite Series X, Series X, and yeah. a Elite Two. Elite Two controller. Fancying that, like? I'm fancying Elite. To be honest, I think I am as well. Um, it's it's I have controllers all over this fucking studio. There's a handful down there. There's seven in this box. There's two on top of it. Well, there's the fucking there's an Xbox Design Labs that I use when I play the X Cloud on um, mobile. And this was a Xbox Design Labs custom old franchise engraved. Um, see this bat that down here. That was an Xbox Design Labs controller. It's the only one I don't fucking have in here is an Elite. See, and my B for bat. Yeah, yeah. Beef and beef and is it? Mm-hmm. On your Series X. On your Series X pad. Well, does it? You can have that if you want it. So if might, you want I, it, I need something because it's it's. You'll, I'll move my thumb and I'll just hear it pop, oh. pop out, which is not great. No. Um, but you know I'm gonna treat myself. I would. So. Always. <laughs> Always. Always. So I think I might be in the market for an Elite Two controller. Very good. Very good. More. More from Opening Night Live. Opening Night Live? Saints Raw reboot. Um, it's been rumoured for a while, hasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't... I think the reboot was a smart move. The Saints Raw brand is too powerful to let die. It it does shift fucking coin. But to reboot Saints Raw, what they've done is try to undo the sins of the past. Mm-hmm. The original, I don't know if you remember the original Saints Row game. There was none of this Johnny Gat, giant purple dildo swords. No, there no. was none of this silly shit. It was a carbon copy of GTA. GTA. Yeah. And it did all right. It did. But Saints Row didn't become Saints Row until it got silly as a bastard. Exactly. It had to differentiate itself. From yeah. What, in some respect, it was doing what GTA did originally in the top down things, being silly. So I Guranga. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the I think yeah I think it's a good idea to reboot it. I think it's a good idea to reboot it in the style they have, and I think clinging on to being a bunch of silly gooses is what Saints Row needed because that is the actual DNA of Saints Row now. Exactly. I think you know if it's a reboot or reimagine of the first Saints Row. Yeah. But. In this, in the vein of Saints Row Third, mm-hmm. then I think that's perfect. I think that's yeah. smart. Very smart. It's, it's splitting the crowds from what I know. There's people who are like, you know, oh, it's not 
you know, I wanted Saints Row remake. Yeah. Um, another one's one, absolutely. I'm happy that you're doing Saints Row in yeah. the third style. Recru- um, redoing the beginning in a style of one of the more successful, the, the most, I believe it's the most successful yeah. entry in the, in, the, in the series. And here's the thing, right? There's not going to be a new GTA for what, two, three years, if that. We are, at this point, fucking Grand Theft Auto V was on the 360, I think. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, how many console iterations removed are we and we're still getting new GTA Vs? Yeah. So I, I you know they're going to release that on the current gen. Yeah. Once more. <laughs> Once more unto the breach. Dude. Once more unto the breach. Um, so I think this is perfect because there's going to be people who want to play... It's still a GTA-style game. Yeah, yeah. But something new. But it's a fucking silly goose time exactly. is what it is. So, you know, I think it, it, they're going to nail it if it's coming out, what, next year? February? Yes, I want to say it was February, was it? February, February 25th. 25th. Yeah. So that that's you know round the corner. And gonna get delayed. <laughs> yeah, that'll get delayed. I'll get delayed. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause he he's the other thing coming coming out of it. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Was confirmed to be in February the eighteenth. Yeah. So obviously it might have been in de- in production a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But that's still you know I think the dates coming out from Gamescom seem to be. Seems to be, yeah, they seem to be taking into account the delays for COVID that we've already suffered. Yes, and and there's been a lot of news around it. I mean, the Saints Row thing's been brewing for a while, so it all depends how far they've gone down the line. Same with Elden Ring, we heard nothing, 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 January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when when you think... What do you think? Elden Ring's going to be delayed in January, if that's the case. Well, possibly. (laughs) It's like when we had Death Stranding. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Death Stranding. Maiden Tui. Something about <laughs> something about crabs. <laughs> Norman Reedus. It was released, and then three weeks later, Kojima had decided on what engine he wanted to use. <laughs> That's the timeline for Death Stranding. Um, Midnight Suns. Yes. Firaxis, the guys who made XCOM. Uh, the guys who made the good XCOM. Mm-hmm. So XCOM. They try to bring XCOM back, and I caught. So we had XCOM Enemy Unknown, XCOM Enemy from the Deep. I think there may have been a third one, a massive gap. Then somebody tried to bring XCOM back, not in a style that was associated with XCOM, and that didn't work. Then Fire Axis, or Fear Axis, I'm not sure how you're pronouncing this. Uh, they got their hands on the XCOM license and took it back to the way it should have been done, which was top-down, turn-based strategy game, and it was fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. They've now got the Marvel license. That's pretty cool, because they do Civ, Civ, the Civilization, Civ Maze. Did they, is that for Axis as well, is it? Yeah. I did not know that, yeah. holy fuck. So, the, you know, there's some clout. They've got, oh, yeah. they've got some clout. They've got so, some yeah. clout, and they are arguably the king's of the top-down real-time yeah. strategy game. So if they're going to do a Marvel one now, like in the vein of like XCOM, XCOM yeah. Avengers, let's call it. XCOM Avengers. That, that, that's quite exciting. Yeah. XCOM Avengers, not MCU Avengers, because what we've already seen is like Wolverine was heavily involved, mm-hmm. uh, and he's part of the Fox contingent that are only coming over now in the multiverse. But it's starting. 
it's starting. Start. It's starting. That's we need to start another podcast and, with that. Though. It, it's also what Sean and he and Marvel as well. They're they're not sticking their their brand to a certain studio. No. They're saying right, we're going to make a, a strategy game. Yeah. For Axis, you've got this. You we're are gonna, the fucking. We're going to make an adventure game, whatever. You've got this. Yeah. Which is what the way Star Wars have decided to. Yeah. Like Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've decided we're you know sticking with EA probably wasn't the best thing we're gonna do. We're now we're gonna bro yeah. for whatever the yeah. style of game. Who makes the best best style of game? You're going here. You get to play with our license. You get the honor of playing with our license. Which is good because then you know we're gonna get some pretty corker games on. Yeah, this Midnight Suns. To be honest, it's a, a wholly original Marvel story with a wholly original Marvel superhero. So this, where the the female lead. Which I believe you are going to embody. From what I understand, from what I saw at Open Night Live, the the whole campaign hinges on the fact that there was a, a superhero who was banished to a, a slumber, and then you have to awaken that. Well, she was a villain. You need to awaken her to fight Lilith. Lilith is obviously the queen of demons or whatever. She is the main antagonist in the game. And your primary protagonist is a superhero that's never existed before, who is the daughter of Lilith. But you get to play alongside Wolverine, a fucking weird as fuck Ghost Rider, can I just say? Yeah. That skull is metal. Yeah. Metal. Ghost Rider's skull was fucking skull. <laughs> <laughs> Not metal. Don't do that. But anyway, they've done it. They've done it. I can't change that now. But just a whole slew of Marvel characters playing alongside this, I can't remember her fucking name, for love no money, but it's Lilith's daughter, who I believe when you're not controlling the full team in a strategy situation, you will be embodying that mm-hmm. character. Uh, but if it's, if it's, do you know what it is? Marvel XCOM, I'll take it. Avengers XCOM, I'll fucking take it all day. All day. Yeah. We mentioned Death Stranding earlier on for its timeline. There was a few, obviously there was more news because Kojima and um, Jeff Keighley are fucking absolute buzzing buds. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we are getting jetpacks, I believe. Did you say we were yeah. getting jetpacks? No, there's jetpacks. There's like it's just thrown some ridiculous new fun content in there. Yeah, I think, and uh, they're trying. From what I read, they're gonna try and make it a bit less of a grind. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that was the. I didn't mind the grind. I didn't mind the grind. Depends. It depends on how you approach the grind. If you approach mm-hmm. the grind where you're like, I'm going to grind to get certain materials to help build a network of zip lines, then the zip lines became the way you just got around that full yeah. fucking map. But there was a grind to get it. Yes. Whatever you chose to do. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're just trying to inject some more fun elements into it so maybe make it feel less grindy maybe yeah yeah uh and just to tip off i, I don't know if you've got anything else you want to touch on from there um a skywalker saga for lego star wars yeah um after being delayed by from spring it's finally next spring yeah i mean it's lego star wars so more lego star wars very very good games very good games and they only get prettier as as time goes on uh, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge the classic um, that that old school beat em up style the old arcade inspired beat em up Shredder's Revenge 
April O'Neil uh, revealed as a playable character. I will never use her because <laughs> there are four turtles to use so instead you're of you're her. You're going to be using one turtle. Raph. <laughs> Raph all day. Pork rind. Pork rind. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> Would you play a Splinter if you made Splinter a character? Would I? Uh, it depends. Possibly I would because I just think having him look so old and frail but then be a fucking absolute ninja would be potentially very uh, very appealing to me. Watch the original Turtles. I'm game. I've got nothing planned for tonight after this. Let's watch the original Turtles. Other news. Do we want to get into the absolute fucking shit show that is Activision Blizzard? Oh, I think we need to touch on that. Right, so we've said a couple of times this thing is ever evolving and it seems to get ever worse. So... We may have touched on this on the last episode, where uh, the shoutcasters had refused to call McCree McCree because he was named after um, the <laughs> fucking creative director who was fired uh, in this whole sexual harassment thing, this lawsuit. So that is now official. McCree is getting a full name change. I yeah. believe they've just been calling him the cowboy but I don't know what name they're actually going to give him at this point. Uh, there was uh, a, a post put out on socials that had granted I didn't read all, so I don't know if the name is actually in there, but he will no longer be called McCree. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on that after. We'll, we'll come back to that one. But in other horrifying news... Um, Activision Blizzard HR accused of shredding documents relating to abuse allegations. And this is coming from the California lawsuit against... Yep. The, uh, the actual company. lawsuit itself. Um, a lot of people are talking about the fact that a lawsuit has been raised, but this is the first real stuff where the lawsuit itself has come out and said, yeah, this is, as part of our findings... These fuckers has tried to shred documents. Now, Activision have denied it. Yes, that is true. So this, you know, put that on the record. Pinch of salt would now have to use the word allegedly because Activision have denied it. But yeah, if that's true, that is fucking awful. It is awful. Awful. You think it couldn't get any worse and then you hear the words HR destroyed documents related to the lawsuit. Ugh. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. It, whichever way it stands, the PR thing for Activision gets worse. Yeah. And worse. It just keeps um, getting worse. Changing his name, mm-hmm. the, as good as it is the gesture, it's not enough. No. 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 I don't know. I, I literally... The thing is, Call of Duty numbers will not suffer for this. Um, hmm. But when you look at the Blizzard side of things... Overwatch have came out to try and do what they can to try and save face for Overwatch and try and for some somehow it seems to me create space between Overwatch and the fact that Blizzard created. Um so that's uh, I don't know. But if you look at what else is coming from Blizzard or what else we have from Blizzard, Warcraft is also taking an absolute spanking at the minute. World of Warcraft is yeah. really taking a spanking. With games like Final Fantasy XIV starting to pull away as the premier MMO. Um, so fucking... 
I don't know. Again, you're, you're only ever king of the mountain for so long. Yeah. Right. Let's not yeah. forget. But you want to be knocked off normally from for other reasons. You want to, you want a jet. You you want to like f- burn out, not fade away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. That's the way you want to go out. You want to go out on you wanna, top. You want to burn out rather than be put behind bars. <laughs> it's that whole thing. You'd rather die a hero than live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I think World of Warcraft took a bit of a fucking spanning. Like. But anyway, look, this will, again, this will continue. As we said every week, there will be more horrifying shit coming out from this lawsuit. And allegedly, HR shredding documents fucking pertaining to fucking harassment sexual abuse and that that's that's awful absolutely awful but anyway let's let's we'll put a pin in that one johnny we'll come back to that one um what else we got so um we talked on the show last time i think it was last episode about netflix gaming yeah and we were thinking as service what what was that going to be you know i think yeah yeah you know That'd be cool if they were developing games on their content, which it appears they are, but very much, as we should have expected, mobile yeah. type games that you're going to effectively subscribe to. Yeah. Um, in- included started, in your Netflix subscription, I think. Included in your Netflix um, Available in Poland, as, t- <laughs> as we speak. Just a moment. <laughs> Poor, what a weird... Are they a big mobile gaming? Petri dish. Well, I know there is a big uh, game development industry yeah. in Poland. I know that much. So possibly. Possibly that's why they've done it. So the games that have come out in Poland and only Poland on Netflix are two Stranger Things titles. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things... Um, are currently available on Game Pass, these games, I believe. Or one of them is, at least. Stranger Things 3 is on Game Pass. I think it's leaving soon, actually, if anybody hasn't played it and wants to. Arcade beat-em-up style game. Um, Yeah, weird. Weird. I, I don't know why I assumed Netflix would be trying to do something other than just put existing games on the platform. Well, if you put it next to like what Amazon's doing their game the new the world is it called a new world yeah, new world. yeah. so I, I don't know the, 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 it, this to me seems like they're just dangling the feet yeah a little bit just to see how it works yeah yeah Um, the, it's lucrative the mobile market 100% but like they're competing with we talk about Play gaming Store, Apple Store yeah we, we talk about gaming being the the biggest industry at the minute in entertainment uh, outstripping sports and Hollywood comfortably combined. Yeah. It, it, the, the revenue was bigger than both of those. We can't overlook the fact that the lion's share of that number is mobile games. Yeah, the money being made is there. We'd love to sit here and tell you that it's because of PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, but it isn't. No. It's people playing fucking Candy Crush. Yeah. Relatively low-cost developed games. Yes getting high returns high returns through often insidious in in-app purchasing yep. and uh, low development cost low development turnaround time yes and a fucking ginormous user base yes which is why the app store is a fucking shit show by the way uh, if you have one game that's successful 
you then have 300,000 direct rips of that game shoddily made through on the App Store in the hopes that they get one download which nets them a quid. Uh-huh. And then there's that many people on that platform. You're just hedging your bets. It's like uh, it's like when Temple... It's, yeah, it's like when Temple Run came out and then I know a company in Sunderland. In fact, I know the bloke who runs it. He goes to our gym. Uh, nice fella. He's got a studio and he's got a handful of game developers in that studio and he builds mobile games out of a studio in fucking South Hilton <laughs> and it's above a fucking chippy. Like, it's this little fucking outfit. He got the license... To, from Warner Brothers to do a Batman Temple Run game. Really? True story wow. from Sunderland. So I don't know if the... I think the last time I spoke to him, the li- his license had expired. So I don't think that game is now on the App Store anymore. But at the time, him bagging a Batman license from Warner Brothers, when Temple Run was as popular as it was, yeah. and then people automatically attach to a license, yeah. he made a lot of money. For not a lot of development. I mean, the game was built above a fucking chip shop in <laughs> South Hilton. Do you know what I mean? But that that's, you know, the scope of a mobile game, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. You know, you're not going to compete with the hardware of a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X or S. Now, I will say, I think you could. I just don't think people do. Okay. It, okay. To exploit that, then you need more development time. Yes. But in terms of the framework that people are used to. Yeah. You're right. You know, they're pretty powerful. Yeah. Without question. I mean, Genshin Impact is now tearing it up on mobile. So, phones can handle a lot more than they currently do. Mm -hmm. It's just, that isn't, that isn't, the phone isn't the place people play that. No. Yet. 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 Because I'm sitting here with an Xbox controller in my hand with this fancy little fucking, I can't, I my apologies, I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, Moga. It's a little grip that fits itself around your controller and you put your smartphone in it and it holds your smartphone above your controller and you play Game Pass. So this could be the landscape changing for mo- for mobile games. But will that reflect in the App Store? Or will that only mean game passes one of your options to play games on there mm-hmm. will we see triple a titles hitting that app store no no triple a titles will hit an app which you can download from the app store so, being xbox game pass or playstation now if they pull the finger out but or fucking stadia but or yeah, netflix or netflix but the bulk of the games that you will find on that app store Oh, shitty little fucking doodle jump, doodle god, uh, fucking uh, candy crush. What's the... Flappy bird. Flappy bird. Stranger things, stranger flaps. Uh, Stranger flaps. (laughs) Flappy uh, bird flaps. Um, what's, What's the other one, man? Clash of clans, clash of kings, clash royale, royal clash, king who clashes, clans who clash. Girls... Clan, clan's gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's how it fucking spirals. Yeah. That's how it spirals. Because we were talking about this last time, Netflix, and thinking you know, 
if this is a game where you're gonna almost stream games with a plugged in controller. Mm-hmm. See, let's see, let's see. Let's see how they go. PlayStation and Netflix yeah, PlayStation, it's Sony and Netflix getting into bed because with uh, I know obviously some of the movies have they've signed deals on movies, so we could. PlayStation now want a Netflix? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time we've said something flippantly on this podcast and it's come to light. Yeah, that's true. People listen. People are listening. People are listening. Uh, last one, Johnny, I think. Pretty much. The last meaty one, anyway. Last yeah. meaty one. The So, you've already mentioned it once. Elden Ring was a game that we knew nothing about for years. And people were begging for it, and then all of a sudden, it was a thing, and we got the trailer, and the release date, and now we are progressing as such that we now have a, a slew of previews available yeah. for Elden Ring. So people have, you know, had time yeah. to get to start getting accustomed to what the kind of game it, it is yeah. and what features are available. So I think most of the outlets were invited to a, a private event, if you like, mm-hmm. where it was um, Yashiro Katao from From Software, who essentially did a, an extended preview, followed by a Q and A. Essentially, I think, from what I gather, I wasn't invited. Fuck yourself, <laughs> Yashiro Katao. I'm only joking. If you want to have a chat, you should reach out. But um, thoughts, Johnny, on these Elden Ring previews? What are you saying? Well, as a person who is very much, you know, out of the loop in terms of Soulborn. Yeah. Games, you know, having never played Demon's Souls. Yeah. Having watched you... Have you not played Demon's Souls in here? I played it once and made me cry, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I played Bloodborne in your old gaff and that really did make me cry. And I watched yeah. you playing Sekiro and that nearly made me cry. I fucking love Sekiro. I love but all of those games you just mentioned. The closest I've got to these type of games is, is Fallen Order. Yes. Which is the lightest you can ever be outside yeah. of that sphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm coming to this as a newbie. Yeah. Which is interesting because I think that's what, from one side of the, the coin, is they're going to want to attract people like me or the, the other side of me who haven't been and played a Soulsborne game. Yeah. And if their only experience is playing a little bit of Demon Souls, like you want to cry, then... You, you are the target audience, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm the target honest. audience in this side of things, but you're the fan service they have to please. Yes. That you want to dilute it down to the point where it's... But here's the thing, right? Even <clears throat> I will admit that I am not the hardcore here. I have played and I own every From Software game. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Bloodborne. Sekiro was fucking superb. Uh, Dark Souls 1, 2 and 3 infuriated us, but I still got them and I still tried my fucking best. Demon Souls, I've got the limited edition upstairs. The PS3 limited edition is upstairs in the in the box. And I then bought the remake on PS5, which was a launch title. Uh, and I fucking loved the PS5 game, Demon's Souls. If someone said to me, I'm building a huge open world-esque from software game, my problem would be, if that's a beautiful open world, I may never experience a lot of it because they're too fucking hard. 
True. Like, I appreciate them for what they are. I know they're hard and I know they're meant to be and I don't want... I'm in the camp that doesn't want an easy mode in me from software games. I understand why people do because there's... It's almost a disservice to the people who sat down and fleshed out this universe mm-hmm. that the lion's share of your player base will never, ever, unless they watch somebody else do it on YouTube will never first-hand experience the world and the law that these brilliant minds have created. And I get I get the argument why easy mode would allow that. Mm-hmm. But it takes away from the DNA of what a From Software game is, which is an a homage to games of old, games of fucking yore, like ghouls and goblins. Yeah. Games used to be fucking hard, people. I don't yeah. know if anybody played The Lion King on fucking Mega Drive. <laughs> Games used to be hard. Yeah. And From Software is a fucking a, a living fucking monument to hard games. But if I've got a From Software game that's got George Railroad Martin, George R.R. R. Martin, R. putting in a westernised touch on the world and it's open world and it's massive. Like, the thing about Bloodborne, there was so much shit in Bloodborne that I only found out years later by watching people who were better at, better than me at Bloodborne who then did YouTube videos to describe and explain who this character was, how he was linked to this character, what their overall, like, their story arc was, how far they went back. So when you got the DLC of the fucking, what was it? The Chalice Dungeons DLC, whatever it was, all of a sudden these became key characters. I wouldn't have known any of that because I didn't get all the way through Bloodborne because it was too hard. It wasn't too hard. It was hard enough to push us into something else. If there was nothing else available, like when the PS5 launched and there was fuck all else, Miles Morales, sorry, I played a lot of Demon's Souls because there was nothing else to play. Yeah. If if I could have bounced off that, I might have, because that was fucking hard as well. <laughs> so there's an argument to be made on both sides, but I would like to think where Bloodborne was the, what they call the From Software light, the Soulsborne light, an entry mm. level not as hard. I think, honestly, honestly, boss fights aside, Sekiro was a much more enjoyable and easy game to actually play than Bloodborne because was. Because you could play it in a different way. Because you played it in a different way. Yeah. There was the ninja element, there was the assassination element, almost a Tenshu-esque yeah. element, and it was easier to get through the levels. And you could still feel like you were good at the game because you played it well enough to be stealthy. But then when you got the boss fight, it was a different story. Some of the boss fights in Sekiro were just, to be honest, fucking daft. Daft. I got to the point in Sekiro where I could not progress any further because I either had to fight Madame Butterfly, who spanked me I don't know how many times, so the other path I could take, thinking, right, well, I'll come back for you, you bitch. I'll go and fight this other boss and progress that way. And I'll come back to Madam Butterfly. I got up to, which arguably the internet thinks is one of the easiest bosses <laughs> in the full fucking game. There's a bull that's on fire. Well, it's got like on its horns, they've tied something to its head. 
and that the thing that's tied to its head is on fire. So it's a very angry bull. And it, <laughs> as you would be if your head was on but fire. Jesus Christ. I watched countless tutorials and all sorts of people just like, yeah, it's easy. All you got to do is just get in this corner and then uh, just make sure that your parries are on point and you can kill it in about 30 seconds. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. Fucked us more times than Madam Butterfly did. <laughs> so between the two of them, they pushed me away from Sekiro, but only because something else was there. If there was nothing else to go to, maybe I would have stuck with Sekiro. So here's the other... What I'm seeing from the preview here is that what you've just described there, Demon Souls, yeah. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, yeah. Sekiro, all Soulsborne's games, yeah. but all completely different in how you might play them. Yeah. So, wow, different enough, particularly Sekiro. Yes, and very different. Bloodborne being more... Accessible. accessible. They would call that the accessible Soulsborne game. So with Elden Ring being the bigger, ambitious game it is, you know, effectively, I are they saying, you know, you can play it like Bloodborne, you yeah. can play it like Sekiro, or even play it like Demon's Souls. Yeah. And so when it, if something knocks you off to something else, it's actually knocking you off to a different path. Yeah. Playing the game. Now, people might argue that waters that down, but if you want to experience the law, you've still got to go and do the fucking hard stuff. Yes. Later on. So that, yeah. that's where the balance is coming to it. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, there's um I mean I was already I was already sold on this game before I started to see these fucking preview reports coming out. Uh, all of which seem overwhelmingly positive. It does does have a good positive vibe to it. Yeah. Um it just there just seems to be like it definitely looks like an evolution of it from what yeah. you told me about the previous games in the chapters. Yeah. They're pushing it forward in terms of it's it's not Bloodborne 2. It's yes. not Dark Souls 4. It will be 4 at this point, yeah. So it, it's uh, it's definitely... It's a Soulsborne DNA, absolutely. Yeah. But they're pushing it a little bit. And having George R.R. R. Martin... R.R.R. R. It's really just to give it that other little... If anything, it's a it's a boon of a name to attach to it to, to pull some new play, players. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I imagine people are not happy that he just spent time doing Elden Ring lore. Finish your fucking books <laughs> instead of finishing f- the fucking global phenomenon at Game of Thrones. End it right. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Show us how you did it. No, yeah. I mean, we haven't got long to wait for this game anyway. January, if it comes out in January. Do you know what it's going to be? Delayed. Still hard. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I, I don't, this is, this, I don't this say this. February or March. So when did this get announced? When did we... I know we've had the announcement a long time about Elden Ring. When did we get the trailer? Like a month ago? Two months ago, tops. Tops. July. July. Was it July or June? It was game, Summer Game Fest, wasn't it? Summer Game Fest. It was. Jeff Cayley got it? Yeah. What, what did he Cost get it me. on? Jeff Cayley's summer game, it was his, his yeah. yeah, it was his show. Um, so that was July, um, with the release date of essentially six months. Yeah. Yeah, that's getting delayed. <laughs> that's fucking getting delayed. Do you remember that time, do you remember that time we were like, no, no, God of War will not get delayed. No, no, Horizon will not get delayed. Remember all them times? No, 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 I'll eat Eventually. Do you want some fucking season? Do you want some seasoning? <laughs> Do you want some seasoning for that hat? 
No, um, uh, yeah, there's there's enough previews out there uh, with arguably you, you find the same slew of screenshots because it all came in the pack. Exactly. It all came in the preview pack. I mean, it's, it's a heavily manicured pack. Oh, I. You know, the control and the narrative here. Yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, the, I tell you what, if you... If you're interested, head on over to Eurogamer, right? There's a very detailed write-up on very Euro. Detailed, very, very detailed, detailed write-up on Eurogamer about the, um, the, the, the time spent at this preview event. So, yeah. I think just... I, I'm going to butcher the name, right? I'm sure it's... Is it Afy? Is her name Afy? I apologise. I, I, what is that name? Oh... That, that's, yeah, you go for that. <laughs> I, I apologise in advance that I have butchered your name. I have been aware of Afy Wilson. <laughs> if your name's not Afy, I feel horrible. She's she's a prominent journalist in video games. She has a full write-up on Eurogamer.net uh, and her final comments, her, her ending comment is, don't think for a second that Elden Ring has gone soft on you. This is a From Software game through and through from what I've seen. Despite this demo leaving me with more questions than ever before, I cannot wait to get my hands on this game come January. One thing, Afy, that ain't coming out in January. <laughs> Two, I fu- I'm sorry if I've absolutely butchered your name. I uh, I apologise. But I'm at least I had a go. Nice guy, Johnny didn't it, even try. Exactly. If this comes out in um, January, by the way, yeah. can I not eat the hat? What? I'll, I'll allow it I'll allow it I'll allow I'm it I'm just going to keep passing the hat back and forth <laughs> I'm going I'm to you know, accrue hats <laughs> week by week no no you were technically right about um, the switch so far so far <laughs> although I do <laughs> I do like the uh, the idea that the reason the switch OLED is the switch OLED and not the switch pro is that they didn't have the components to make the Switch Pro because Xbox and PlayStation already had them. So they did what they could. What components could they get? Nobody's after OLED screens. <laughs> so they just made the Switch OLED. Right. Johnny, have you got anything else on the dirt sheets? Or do you want, on the, sorry, the run of show? Or do you want to head into the dirt sheets to see what we've actually got here? So the only other thing I had was, you know, talking about one of your, your heroes, your idols. Yeah. Um, Doctor Disrespect. Pres 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 Doc. Pres Doc. Um, when was his ban from Twitch? Uh, twelve months ago at this point. So it appears that he is suing his him and his team are suing Twitch. Yes. Um, that he apparently knows his reason that he was he was banned. Yep. And if he know because of that he is suing because basically for loss of loss yeah. of earnings. You know, yeah. Mentioned something about. He's now getting a quarter. A fourth, I think yeah. he said. Which is a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do maths, Johnny. <laughs> it's a quarter. It's a quarter of what his earnings were yeah. back then. Um, mainly from endorsements and stuff because of like companies saying, well, you were banned. Therefore, we're no longer going to work with you. We're not associating yeah. ourselves with you. So fair enough from that point of view. I mean, if he wants to go up against the mighty Amazon machine, as you said, he must have a... Clear case. A or, strong case. he's just doing a strong voice at the moment. You know what Possibly. I mean? Possibly. You know, he knows how to play that kind of character in <laughs> the game. In the, so he, does. he does. He um, does. 
yeah, think this it, this thing this thing with Doc. So he's finally find out why he was banned, and if anybody has got the fucking balls to go up against, as as you just alluded to there, Amazon own Twitch, Amazon print money, Amazon shit money, Amazon sit down on a couch made of money, lift up a cushion made of money, and they're like, oh, I found more money down here. Like, there's so much money. But they're not being the best custodians of Twitch. True. Which we've had this discussion before as well. Uh, Amazon waiting for Twitch to kill itself. And then they can just come in and say, right, you finally, the death rattle is done. The final throws are mm-hmm. done. Uh, you are a corpse. However, your skeleton works really well. So I'm going to strip the meat off your bones and then I'm going to rebuild you faster, stronger. <laughs> we can rebuild <laughs> it. And we'll just call it <laughs> Prime Gaming. Twitch dies. Prime Game Prime Game Streaming mm-hmm. is the new platform. They need a snappier title, I'm aware. Oh, Prime will be in there somehow. Prime will be in there. Prime Gaming already exists yeah. and is has a massive presence on Twitch. So do they just call it Prime Stream? Prime Streaming? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the Doc and his team are going to sue Twitch. So you have to think he's got a fairly solid case. The thing that blew my mind was how, how little he's earning now compared to what he was, given that he's still one of the biggest streamers. Shows you the power of the advertising endorsements. It fucking does it's as like well, doesn't it? Got them and like, you know, it might not be money in his pocket, but it's mm. free tech. It's yeah. stuff that you don't have to fork out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if that that that, makes but like a if you do them for loss of earnings because of lucrative sponsorship deals, like I, I don't know how they defend that, unless their only defense is, well, it's in our terms and conditions that we can just ban you, and we don't have to tell you. Like that's, uh, yeah, but it when depends what contract he signed. But it, so. hit the terms of service probably don't apply to him. Because he signed an exclusivity deal worth 20-odd mil. Mm. So we don't know what that contract looks like. I can't imagine it's the same. I don't imagine it's this, got the same terms of service. Why would you when it's worth 20 million? But, yeah, best of luck to Doc. I hope he fucking uh, rinses them. And I say that as a Twitch affiliate who has put... Hundreds of pounds into Twitch's pocket at this point. Yeah. Literally, they gave me a platform that they do not fucking market me on at all, and I have earned them hundreds of pounds. That stings. That stings. One of many. Yeah, one of uh, one of many. I am under no illusion. One of many. So yeah. Um. Good luck to the doc. And with that, still, the is still one of the best to ever do it, mm-hmm. the doc. Um, more news on Elden Ring for you, Johnny. I just want to quickly touch. Oh. Um, Elden Ring details. Fast travel from anywhere. That is pissing off a lot of Ooh, diehard from travel. software because it's got fast travel in. Many optional encounters. Multiple paths and endings. Plenty of lore. Archers and magicians can fight from horseback. Legacy dungeons that are separate from the overworld. So this game continues to expand at a terrifying rate of knots. And fucking so it should. 
so it should. It's going to be huge, isn't it? It's going to be massive. To the point where you can't do any everything. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely massive. Uh, you're going to do nothing but die on it repeatedly. Elden Ring might be from software's Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Breath of the Wild things getting battered about here. Um, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really saying anything jumping out at us. There's a lot of people just talking about Gamescom right now. Yeah, but is it the final night? I believe so. But we've got, um, like, just games that aren't triple A's, but potentially might end up good. Like I don't know. Uh, Vagrus the Riven Realms been announced um, Severed Steel all these small soldiers hypercharged unboxed like this is the shit I expect from Gamescom oh hang on yeah Sifu the Kung Fu action game yes February release yeah 2022 give me that give me that Fucking now. Sifu looks fucking class. Do you know what Sifu looks like to me? The Kung Fu in Sifu reminds me of a game which unquestionably had the best... I don't know if it still does, but at the time, the best open-world melee combat, and it was called Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs? Do you remember Sleeping remember Dogs? Sleeping Dogs, yeah. Kung Fu in Sleeping Dogs. Hand-to-hand combat was fucking superb, and Sifu just has its own art style but still very much reminds us of that so i'm looking forward to that so nothing else on the dirt sheets that i can say there you uh you nope. quite happy to wrap this I'm show up quite happy to wrap. let's wrap this show up boys and girls this has been franchise buys games your weekly game news podcast if you've enjoyed what's happened day to day jump on over to apple podcast leave us one of them glowing five star reviews Get, drop us a subscription if you like obviously it's free just subscribe to the podcast just subscribe just do it. It's only a button. We would appreciate the five-star review, though. Uh, this is this is what we do. This is what we live for. Them video games. We are available on the socials. Search for the franchise. P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E or Nice Guy Johnny on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There you will find us. Get in touch with either of us. If you want to be part of the show, push the conversation forward. You will, uh, if you reach out, there is a chance you will end up in the mailbag and we'll discuss whatever you want to talk about on the next podcast. The gaming news keeps happening. We will keep coming back. We will keep boiling the piss off it for you. So until next time, laters. Say bye, Johnny. Pure tardy, baby. Baby. <laughs>